Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Master of Punk's Tamer Sages, the king of ring himself. But your boy Thicky Smalls, Gerard Michaels, in the house. We're live, 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 back at our new time, 2 o'clock on Monday. It's your boy, Gerard Michaels, back from Texas. Thank you kindly. And to my right, at six foot three, 210 pounds, and every single one of them is a problem, the king of the ring himself, the CEO of the RNC, the master of punks, the tamer of sages, the man, the myth, the legend, Mickey Gall, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening? What's up, Big G? How you doing? How you doing? Good. How you doing? So you're standing with me today, huh? Standing. I'm standing with you. Yeah, I you see know? that. I'm, I'm you back wanna, from Texas. You want to be like me. I, I'm used to it, dude. Everybody wants to be like me, so I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to get some of these fucking Nevin sunglasses if you really want to be like me. But Really? Yeah. They do look good on you. Yeah, so you even need a little shadow box and shit. Yeah, with the brass knucks. Yeah, huh? man. Yeah. Uh, so big kind of uh, big kind of news here, bud. Yeah, what's up? Two years. Two years in Florida, officially Congrats. two years. Salutations. Thank you very much. I'm a I, I'm a Florida man now. Two years in Florida. Uh, I can't believe it's been two years already since those those fucking motherless cunts in uh, in the government of New York and New Jersey forced me away from my home down into this paradise. But uh, it's good to see that things are, are are just as bad as they've ever been up there. For all our loved ones, what, what are you still doing up there? Why are you there? What, what do you like about it? Is it the gray skies? Is it the toxic clouds Man, coming I down from you talking Canada? About Jer- I can't have you talking is about it, Jersey like is this. It right the high taxes? Is it high it's taxes? It's 4th of July, bro. Yeah. It's 4th of July. I... The best place to be in the world is down the Jersey Shore on 4th of July. Okay, fair. I will grant. 4th of July, Jersey Shore. That's a great reason. It's it's money. And then as soon as it's the 5th of July, pack up and get your ass out. (laughs) Because emancipate yourself from tax and slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. I just don't understand it, bro. I don't understand why people want to pay $18 tolls. I don't understand why people want to hit the potholes. I don't understand why people want to pay seventeen, eighteen thousand dollars a year in property taxes. I just don't get it. Yeah. Come down to the sunny free state of Florida, man, and live your best life. Zero percent income tax people. And somehow we still have roads. There's my public service now. Two two years. You know, yeah, man. Really started this off with a positive note. I, I am positive. Bang. I am positive. I'm positive. Y'all should leave the fucks in toxic gray skies of Soviet Northeast. They come on down. I was in Texas chilling. I drove. First of all, they made it seem like uh, the drive from Dallas to Austin was like a quick little drive. It is not. That is a four-hour hoof. That's going from like Boston to New York, man. They made it seem like it's like right down the road that shit's a drive drive yeah austin's dope as hell though dallas yeah i mean with all due respect to to nancy tran we love us some nancy tran but 
I, I ain't about that Dallas life. I gotta be honest with you. So you're shitting on Jersey. You're shitting on Dallas. Any other places you want to shit on before we get, you know? Philadelphia can suck a dick. Uh, Portland can suck a dick. Uh, San Antonio, y'all are pretty cool, but I'd be the thinnest woman in the entire city. Uh, we got, what else? I want people from these places to DC. Respond. DC can suck all the dicks. All of them? Yeah. The whole Delmarva area, Baltimore, although Camden Yards might be the best stadium in the whole the baltimore ravens might have the coolest jerseys in the nfl and the baltimore I, I, yeah cam camden uh camden yards is a pretty cool stadium i remember i went one time me and my friends we uh we got on like a bus and had like a bunch of fucking <laughs> beers went down to go see the yankees play the orioles oh nice but we hit uh like larry flynn's strip club first right um my one boy i think hmm. he spent like Five hundred dollars and got like an. <laughs> I don't know. What happened? Now? I think he got like a. Were you, were you, I, about, were you about to I, say I, something I you shouldn't he, say? I think he, he ejaculated in his pants. Oh but, no! But like for like for five hundred dollars, like what are you doing, bro? Five hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, something like that. And we were like poor college kids, and uh, but but I'll tell you this: I was I was watching uh I was wa- I was watching the game like this. Like being all drunk from there, like I was just squinting, trying to, trying to like watch the baseball game after. Oh no shit! Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it, it was the wrong order. You should have gone baseball game, then to the strip club. We went strip club, had a lot of fun, then baseball game where it's like you know, uh, it was no, but it, 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 the vi- the vibes were were off. There is nothing better though than like being with your boys, getting a little booze cruise going, then going to check out the game for a little bit. There was um. There was a no, game. No, there is something better. Yeah? Not going to the game. Oh, just, <laughs> just, just, just the game. Yeah, the the, the game is the better. worst part? Yeah. And I'm not, you know me, I'm not a strip club guy. No. I, that, I does almost nothing for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep. it, was, it was a fun time then. Yeah. We had nice, you know, they had those, we're on like a bus. We we went, to, we were in like Nutley, New Jersey. We got on a bus. The and bang took bus. took the bus down. Yeah. Did I, did I ever tell you about the time I, I hit uh, Preston Wilson with a, with a, a sandal? Who's Preston Wilson? So Preston Wilson is Mookie Wilson's son. He had like 40 home runs in the big leagues. And uh, yeah, and we were, all my college teammates, we went out. Philadelphia, when they when Citizens Bank just opened, they would do like college nights on Thursdays. And it was like dollar dog and dollar beer. And you'd sit all the way up in like the, the, uh, the third deck. And nobody even knew there was a game going on. It was just an absolute shit show nightclub up there. There were girls like taking their tops off, but like dads who had little kids in the seats next to them. They were, like it was crazy. It was Philadelphia craziness. The, the nutsest things you could ever imagine. Yeah, that's Preston right there. So one day we go as like a whole team. What's up, Preston? We go as a whole team and we spend like the first seven innings up and up in there. And then we start making our way down to like field level to try to get some better seats, right? So we get down behind center field and we're like three rows off behind center field. And then one row ahead of us, there's this like row of good looking girls and they keep turning around and like looking over us and they're trying to get the attention of like these guys who are like two rows behind us. First of all, why? We're right in front of you. I mean, come on. Second of all, I guess the guy was famous and that guy's name was like MJ or something like that. And he was on like road rules or something like whatever. Maybe it was road rules. What was the other one? There was two. There was real. Real world oh, wait, I, I remember 
I remember. So there's real world and road rules, and then they would do the real. Oh my god, the real world road rules challenges. Yes, they would have all these guys go in. All these people, like the the best ones from the shows, like correct. They get rid of some of the guys. Yeah, and then and then they'd come in and they'd you know do their conniving. This was Jersey Shore before Jersey Shore. So I do remember. I think I do remember watching one. I remember there. And you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to pull this up. I think there's this dude MJ. MJ. Who who he was in a re, he was in real world. Yes. And 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 he was almost like Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. If I, if I remember. Yes. Correctly. That is who the guy was right behind us. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck you guys. MJ's the shit. Oh, so anyway, these <laughs> girls agreed with you, and they were yeah. trying to get his attention. So finally, we're like, hey, sit down. What the fuck you doing? You want to switch seats? And then this girl's all drunk as hell and goes, you shut the fuck up. And I'm like, I ain't going to shut the fuck up. And then somehow, someway, one of their shoes, there was like a scuffle, and one of their shoes, like a flip-flop, ends up on my on my. What do you lap. mean a scuffle? It was like, I don't know, like a kerfluffle. I don't know. It was like a oh. pushing and shoving or some shit. Between, betwixt who? You and the girl? <laughs> no. no. You pushed between, her so hard her fucking flip-flop flew Yeah, between, I, I think between like a couple of the girls that we brought with, us and and like the girls one of their flip-flops lands on my on my lap and then she's like give me the flip-flop back i was like you gonna sit down and i look like i'm gonna throw it and her guy goes you won't throw it you pussy and the dude now i have to throw <laughs> the two dudes i can throw a, you can throw a flip-flop at a girl the like two, it's not like hitting them you know what i mean the two dudes with me ben brown who, who you've met my boy ben brown and my other boy matt go to this other guy no 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 don't say that. i was like i want what and before he could even finish the sentence i chucked this flip-flop as far as i can throw it not very far because flip-flops are not very aerodynamic you gotta I throw like a like a frisbee like a fucking boomerang hand to fucking god i did not mean to do this i just meant to chuck the flip-flop okay i dome piece preston wilson who's playing center field for the colorado with the colorado rockies i dome piece him in the back and he literally gets hit by a flip-flop and he turns to the crowd and goes like what the fuck who throws oh he was out there playing yes center field yeah so the camera comes on me. I thought he was like there with you, like hanging out. No, the whole crowd starts chanting, asshole, and I'm like flexing like I'm Ric Flair. And security starts coming, so we jet. And we're trying to run out of the fucking stadium. We're trying to like get out of there, but we're like a group of like 18 people trying to figure a way out. A couple of us got out. A couple of us had to take had to take one for the team there. Caught a, caught a little. You know that there's a... A whole judge, a in, there's underneath. a whole judge and everything underneath, and they'll they'll give you the citations right there on site. I've heard of, I've heard that. Yeah. Now here's where the Wait, story gets is that, crazy. Is that everywhere though? That because isn't I know that's at like like in Philly, Philadelphia, and I believe Yankee Stadium for sure. They have a fucking judge just sitting down there for chilling, like a like a justice of the peace. Does he have like a fucking wig? <laughs> he <too>? should. He <laughs> should. Yeah. You have been brought before the court here for British throwing. Court? Yeah. Uh, here, 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 and they here, still here. dress like that in British court. That's right. Now, wait, hold on. This is where the story gets crazy. Fast forward four years later, I get released by the Cardinals, and I'm playing for the Newark Bears. And who is playing center field for the Long Island Ducks? None other than Preston Wilson. Yeah. And I go up to Preston before one of the games. I call him, I was like, hey, man, you know, uh, big fan, loved your dad on the Mets. And, you know, he's like, yeah, cool. He kind of talks like Elvis Presley. It's really kind of like he was a cool dude. And uh, <laughs> he's like, well, Elvis got a lot of his swag from brothers. 
So, so there's a, it came full circle. Yeah. So he was like, so I'm finally I get around to telling him story. So hey, look, man, like four years ago I was in college, and I was in Philadelphia, and I don't know if you remember. And he looks and he goes, was it the battery or the shoe? I was like, it was the shoe. <laughs> it was the shoe. I threw the shoe. He goes, you threw the shoe. I was like, yeah, man. Gets even crazier. He's still playing next year. There's that one highlight of the guy trying to run me over at home plate, and I like kind of like shake it off and tag him. That's Preston Wilson. I and tried he, to chuck you for he tried that to shoe. chuck me, and he broke. Unfortunately, he was out of his weight class. Unfortunately, he broke his collarbone in that play and ended his career. So not only Damn. did I hit this dude with a shoe, I ended this dude's career. I am the bane of Preston Wilson's existence. And if you're listening to this, Preston, just know I'm a big fan, man. I'm sorry. I thought you were great. I thought you were a great player. I mean, dude hit bombs, played center. I, I, I net, there was no malice intent. It's just, you know, it's Mercury's and retrograde uh, or some shit. But, uh, yeah, Preston, if you, if you want to get your, uh, your get back, um, welcome on the show. Yeah. You come on the show or you can sign a waiver if you want to spar G. And uh, beat him, beat him up. We'll do. You know maybe I mean? we could do like a slap for slap thing or something like that. Or yeah, maybe. I mean, whatever. We'll just do like some straight up spats. It's up to him. You're you you screwed him over. So whatever he he picks the. I feel like avenue. I feel like he could throw a shoe at me. I'm all right with that. Yeah, I'm owed that. The other one he kind of did to himself. Right. He brought that upon himself. Yeah, he tried to truck me. You know, low man wins. Mm-hmm. But if he wants to chuck a shoe, fair is fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has to do it from the same distance that I did it at. I mean, we're not going to throw a shoe from four feet here. But, you know, Preston, if you're listening, you got it, bud. At the 100th episode, I mean, Mickey's got this fetish where he likes people beating me to death at the lives. So, you know, Jim Miller kicked me. You can throw a shoe. We'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to get a power slapper on the show. For you. What do you mean? You, you're going to do the power slap. No. Yeah, no. I'll 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 gently I'll let them see what like like let them try and like I'll be like all right try and kill me try and kick my ass with all your might and I'll gently like jujitsu them and make them tap out you know and then I'm gonna be like all right because I, I I we talked about this I saw on this one power slapper's Instagram yeah I had a picture of him and a picture of Francis Ngannou yeah and he goes people wouldn't believe that this guy would beat this guy in a power slap match okay and i'm one of those people who don't believe it. <laughs> so i would like to see I, and you know you're you're gonna uh-huh. you're you're the poor man's francis Ngannou in this uh scenario i had a nickel for every time i've heard that <laughs> and i'm gonna i want to let uh you know i want i want you to get be able to get your 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 little uh yeah. you know meat hands on this guy and let's see what's going I, on i just can't see myself letting another man hit me it's just so it's too counterintuitive to to my my yeah. instincts. Yeah, I'm just not gonna let a man hit me. Yeah, well, you don't. You can do that every day until the power slapper comes on the show, and then you know you just gotta you gotta bite down, get take a take a slap ski poo, and then you get to give a slap ski poo. I don't know. I don't know. We'll think about it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not 100 on that. Speaking of uh, gently rocking people to sleep. The GOAT, the greatest baseball player of all time, is now well on his way to becoming the greatest martial artist of all time. Barry Bonds, ladies and gentlemen. Barry Bonds, a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Barry Bonds, Barry oh, Bonds, cool. blue belt, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. As, uh, 
As Mickey says, a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu means you have a superpower over what, 95% of the population? About nine, probably about 95%, yeah. That means you've been doing Jiu-Jitsu for like, you know, over a year. And yeah, you understand, if, especially if you're at a good school, you understand concepts and principles that you can apply to any position in a fight and yeah, subdue a, a human being. Now, can I see that picture of Barry again? Does Barry look like he's still on the heat there? Or I which, would, well, I mean, is, hey, is it 1993? The jiu-jitsu community loves that the heat, loves the bomba. Uh, they love, know, they love the like bomba. Yeah, oh, what? Yeah. What? Gordon Ryan. What? Gordon Ryan. Man, we don't need to talk about people's names, but I mean, all these. Fu- he yeah, looks, look, he looks yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Who who looks more they're impressive? Not, they're not doing drugs. Who, who looks more impressive? For a reason. Who looks more impressive? Two thousand. And, and I don't hate on it. I I kind of I want to see these guys all fucking jacked up and fucking you know. What I mean? Bring back steroids in baseball. Yeah, whatever. Who can tell me that two thousand two baseball isn't better than today's baseball? What product gets just, worse over look, twenty years? I just I just look like this all natural, baby. That's just hard work. Mm. Mm. A lot of liver. Yeah. A lot, lot, lot of, lot of liver, a lot of walking. Yeah, I got my yeah. fucking, got my, uh, my little breakfast going on over here. So yeah, look at that! Look at that! Look at that dude is fucking yoked, bro. It's probably just a pump, you know. It's probably just a yeah. pump. Yeah. He probably just got a sick workout in. He's got the little vascular. It's probably like a little good, good clean eating. Maybe a little CoQ10, little arginine gets the least the vascularity going, you know. Um, I tell you what, though. Take that down. We're not, I said we weren't talking about people. <laughs> but it's it's just like that that picture you said before. It's like, could the guy on the right beat the guy on the left? What if they were the same guy? Yeah. Although, listen, we've talked about this a lot. There's that look, that like aesthetic look for an athlete, and then there's an actual athlete too, right? Sure. There's nobody. Like, if you walked around Mark Hunt, you wouldn't be like, that's the guy that you don't want to mess around with, right? Like, if you put Mark Hunt next to an Alistair Overeem, they're both really badass motherfuckers. Yeah, but bad I mean, example. Bad example. But, I mean, like, a Mark Hunt versus, like, who? Like, I don't, I don't know, know. Fucking any bodybuilder. Cody, Cody Rhodes. Any, any, <laughs> like, any bodybuilder in the world. Yeah. Like, like, any, you're going to look at the bodybuilder and be like, oh, yeah, that guy's, like, no, oh, I bet that guy's tough or anything. I, but, you know, yeah. bodybuilders, they get like that so they don't have to fight. So they, want, hope they, they, they hope they beat you just with the with the fear. I wouldn't mind to see Barry Bonds throwing some hands, though, bro. I bet you Barry Bonds got some quickies. I bet yeah. you he's got some quickies. I don't know, man. You don't know? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what condition is. I haven't seen fucking old Barry in a minute. Barry Bonds took a 101 Troy Percival fastball and went, Yo, well, You're right. One of Kadeesh. the best baseball players ever. <sighs> One of the best baseball players ever. 500 no feet. Pull yeah. side. No, I remember Barry Bonds. I, I, you know, I grew bro. up watching Barry Bonds, bro. He'd smash that shit into the water. Fastest hands. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal but, hands. I, but we don't know what type of shape he's in now. You know what I mean? That's true. We, and we don't know, you know, what his, uh, I don't know. I feel like sometimes when people are, like, super good at one sport, it's going to be hard to translate and be smooth doing certain things. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, he's super. If, if Barry Bonds had been, like, learning how to throw hands since he was like playing baseball yeah i'm sure he'd be amazing but yeah you know what i mean yeah 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 some of the, it, it depends too man some of these guys are kind of built for contact and some of these guys are not some of these guys are kind of built for show and some of them are built to go you know that's the way it is in any sport really i mean you look at guys like tight ends like you got some of the biggest baddest looking dudes on earth but make them block like oh yeah i'm here i'm here to catch yeah i'm here to run little seams you know i don't want to 
you know, ooh, the blocking's tough. You notice my my uh, my three drinks I got going. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at look at look at Christian. Look at Christian. Look at Christian pulling up highlights. Out of boy. I'll tell you about stuff I actually do know. Go for it. That was Barry Bonds just dropping head right there. So I I saw actually shout out to Christos. Christos. He was talking about. He was the first one who kind of was talking about this. They were talking about. So at this point, I've heard of at least four people who have cured cancer by fasting. Oh boy. Four people who had been diagnosed with cancer. I'm yeah. You can explain your old boy, but I'm gonna. Here's the thing. Here's here's a little difference, G. What things I talk about Mm -hmm. are things that I know about. Oh. I know about. The, the benefits of, of fasting. Sure. Right? What you trying I, to say, bro? I know. What you, well, try, what you is, trying to is say? That, is that yesterday was maybe the first time I ever gave you advice on uh, on comedy. Yeah. Right? Trying to say I don't know fasting, bro? I've, I've gotten a lot of MMA advice. Yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying, no, I'm not saying you don't understand. I'm just saying when, if Mickey G's speaking about something, it's something that I'm, I'm going to be... F- I'm gonna be factually correct, and I'm gonna know my shit. So I cu- know. Just want to be clear here. You're saying you know how to cure cancer. No, no, okay. no. I'm speaking on. I said I know the benefits of fasting. Uh-huh. I don't. I but that I've heard of four times fasting has has uh, killed cancer or saved people from cancer. Okay. What's your What's your big skepticism over here? You just hate not eating that much. <laughs> One, yes. Let's let's calm down on anything. That's what this is about. Let's right. let's calm down on that too. This is very yeah. You're projecting big time. I, over I, there, I think anytime there's something as serious as like curing cancer or something like that, like dude, we got to be like really careful. Like this is, to me, this is like the idea. That, I said I know of four, not four hundred, but I don't know how many people are actually are are really trying this. Mm-hmm. So what? Give me give me uh, the. It's it's it seems to be in a like a twenty one day fast. So fasting is when you don't eat. You you drink water. Mm-hmm. You can have like salt. You can have you know certain things. Can you take supplements? If the supplements have zero calories, you like te- like I think you could technically drink coffee, and that's you're still fasting. Probably not gonna want to do but that. You, if I you're think fasting. you want to do like a water fast, and especially yeah. if you're trying to like k- kill cancer, you want your body to be like in a good pH, all that shit. Uh-huh. But um, basically, I-, I can at least so. The extreme side of it is how the, the this cancer thing that we're hearing about. I know fasting. People talk a lot about fasting, and a big benefit is that your body's not digesting, right? It's not having to send blood to your stomach. It's it's sending blood to your muscles and like to other to things to repair. Mm-hmm. Maybe with this cancer thing, it's doing that on the to those six cells, or whatever. I'm, you know what I mean, like. It, it, I think they're, you know, and like I said, I've heard of four cases of it. Four cases. I, I think sometimes people that are in, and I don't know, I don't know, because I, I have read people that have stories about, uh, I've even heard somebody that, well, I guess let me put it, I guess let me put it this way. The, um, there was a guy I, I used to know, uh, was, was, Involved in my career at one point, was very into kind of these like scammy. Shaman. You know, I'm drinking these shakes and have coffee because it's gonna, it's because of the escort system. It's gonna, the caffeine's gonna help shoot Ooh. all these, uh, all the the protein and all the good stuff and the carbs right into my muscles and replenish my glycogen at a faster rate. So like, 
I know my shit. But anyway, keep going. That's why I got three beverages here. I was trying to talk about that before, but you were jacking off to Barry Bonds. He's got a great swing. Best hands I've ever seen. I'm gonna let him finish the clanking. Ah, fuck that. P I, I, I'm not. I'm not eating. I, I, I'm allowed to drink. It's my podcast. I can do whatever I want. My podcast. It's my podcast. My podcast. It's your podcast too. Oh, okay. So, anyway. Oh, you were saying my podcast? Like you were questioning? I thought you were saying like it's mine too. No, no, it's, it's your podcast. It's my podcast. I can do whatever I want on it. Mm. Okay. Okay. So anyway. Whose podcast is it? I think it's an hours podcast. Yeah. Thing? But it's mine and it's your podcast too. Okay. I don't think that's how the... All right. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to take these glasses. I'm going to fucking throw them is what I'm going to end up doing. What glasses? The ones on your face. How are you going to get them? You don't think I'll get the glasses? No. No. <laughs> you don't think I'll get the glasses? You're that confident. I'm, sure, I'm very sure you won't get the glasses. Really? Like when I put them down sometime later? Is that like, uh, no, yeah. So you're so confident that you could beat me in a fight. There's no doubt about that. But you don't think I can get the glasses off your face? No. Mm. My movement. Okay. My movement. Well, there's certain, certainly an easy way to find out. I'll get the glasses off his face, Christian. Listen, wait. <laughs> all three of you guys, I welcome all three of you guys to try. But I'll tell I you think this, all I'll three of us could get could yeah, get the glasses. But how? When I hit each one of you with a concussive blow, you're going to still keep coming for the glasses? I don't think so. You guys are not you know, is, is the, I'm not getting is, hit. Is the, is the game... Uh, you guys, you, I, I, you, you guys chase me around, and I don't. Fight, but if I, what if I decide to fight back? Then I'm gonna keep my glasses. I, I have I mean? a better chance of getting the glasses without you guys. I feel like. <laughs> now I'm gonna ding one of you in the head, and I'm gonna throw you at the other one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna use your bodies on the floor to then I'll, I'll navigate over this one. I'll navigate over this one. It'll be good. Yeah, so anyway, I think what happens is uh, medicine, modern medicine, science, and shit like that are in, <laughs> under such uh, scrutiny right now and deserve scrutiny that we've got to be very careful not to have, like, quacky pseudoscience fill that, that void of knowledge. Like, there's this kind of idea I feel like our generation almost was overconfident that kind of medicine had it figured out, and now we don't trust it anymore. And I think that there were the door was cracked open for some really some bad science also to come in and be like, well, those guys were always wrong. I told you that makes me right. They can both be wrong at the same time. That's all right. I'm saying. I'm saying like, you know, just because somebody's lying about this doesn't necessarily mean the people that said that they're lying are right about everything that they're saying. Right. Um, yeah. I'm gonna send this to to you real quick, uh, Chris. What should I send this? Yeah. Do I send send your Instagram or what? Yeah. Yeah, just send it to my. Yeah, here here's another one of those things. I just think it's I think it's interesting, and I think if you're, like I, I've had people that like I love that are like if I get cancer, like I'm I'm just gonna do I'm not like I'm not gonna do anything. Like I'm not gonna take chemo. I'm not gonna get radiation, because they they've seen the how painful and how rough that is on yeah, people sure 
So I, I just, I think, you know, the, the, and, and I'm, I'm not, I'm just, I really, I, I'm not saying this is the thing. Uh, let me make myself clear. I'm just saying this is a thing that is working for some people. Mm-hmm. So, and I also think, you know, I think almost everyone is going to get cancer or at least like, ha- you know, it's a 50, 50 shot of cancer in someone's life. So, you know what I mean? Can't like, think about it. Right. I, I know. No, they say it's a 100% chance. It just depends on how long you live. Right. Yeah, it's like, you know... Um, I know all four of my grandparents had cancer. Two of them lived and two of them died from it. I mean, cancer itself... I don't want to act like I know, but I mean, my understanding of cancer itself is it's just a mutation of cells. It's a mutation of cells inside your body that then has a degradation process, right? Like So, like, um, you know, one of the things I think that's interesting about the, the fasting is, well, what were you eating, consuming, and doing beforehand that may have caused the cancer right were you eating like hyper processed foods were you smoking a lot were you drinking a lot were you you know what i'm saying so um again i'm not like saying fasting is bad i'm just saying like as a catch-all what were you doing before what were they doing after right um so well, no i mean you wouldn't say fasting's not bad at all i think right? there's a lot of science that says fasting's good it is. Yeah, there's there is. Way, there's, like there's ways so, that you could boost your natural HGH. There's ways that like your cells are regenerating, and there's a lot. And one I know I, th- but I also think, you know, I, and I come from a place of a performance athlete. I'm not like like how you talked about before, guys who are just trying to look a certain way. Like I'm mm-hmm. looking to perform. All right. Yeah. So I think, and I've heard that you get a better, you get like a, can get better, more out of yourself, can get a better uh, output by having something in you. Like having something in your stomach, like eating something before training. But I'll tell you this, I feel worse. Me too. Almost all the time. So like when I do my my morning uh, workout, I do it fasted. Yeah. That's why this is the first thing I'm eating today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and I I feel more like clean and, and like I, I move good. Whenever I try to do it the other way, it's like, oh, just hold on to that for a sec, buddy. Um, whenever I like put something in, like I'm, I'm fucking like eat, I'm, I feel like, I'm a little, you know what I mean? And I know like, like on the weekends I'll, I will fast like for like, uh, like a long time, like maybe till like six o'clock at night. I won't eat something till. Well, they're, they're trying to figure this out. They got those um, those insulin things for some athletes where they're putting them on. It's like a, like a thing that sticks on you for like nine months or some shit. And it tracks your sugar and your insulin spikes. Yeah. And insulin is like the single best of all of the growth hormones. It like regulates everything in your body. Right. Yeah. In, Why insulin, don't people sh- take insulin? Because if you, if you get the, the dosage like even a little bit wrong, you die. Okay. But a lot of them do. A lot of the Balco stuff was insulin. Like what's her name? Um, who won all those... Uh, What's her name? Who won all of those the track athletes? Yeah, well, what the hell was her name? And, but not Maurice Jones, because it's, it's kind of like that though. I know it's something Maurice yeah. Jones drew. Yeah, it's it's oh, God, it's oh, man. But she won like nine golds in two Olympics, and turns out like insulin was her primary hormone that she was taking. They and they were um, they were mo- they were modulating her testosterone to be as high as it was allowed to be. And apparently, I don't want to start conspiracies, but steroids didn't go away in sports. Shocker. Uh, but a lot of these guys, they've just figured out how to keep and maintain the maximum amount allowable underneath the rules. So, like, right. you're allowed a certain amount of testosterone. So if you're, I don't know, 
ball player X, okay, and you know that you're coming up in the next inning, you can microdose a testosterone lozenge. Your body will metabolize it in a half hour. You come up and your body's rocked, ready to ready to go. You're locked in. You got that little extra jump. You hit that ball out in front, home run, high five, go me. Even if you get tested after the game, your body's metabolized it out, and all it'll show is that your testosterone is at the level, the highest level it's allowed to be. So, yeah. like, you can quote unquote test positive, but not be illegal. They're not testing for insulin, you know. They're not testing for like insulin growth factor and those sort yeah, of things. Yeah. So, like, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of this stuff, you know, that. Um, I just I think one of the reasons why I wish this stuff was legalized is because man, I'd love to know for a fact like what works. Like I want to know what Barry Bonds was on. Like that's peak human performance. Like yeah, I want to like. I think it's gonna be different from like for each person, but I I know exactly what you're saying. I, I agree. Like yeah, it'd be cool to and, and I don't think I don't. <laughs> I don't want there to be mailmen who could jump up and dunk better than <laughs> players in the NBA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't want. I, 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 yeah, I don't. I don't want there to be fucking. You know, like if any. You know what I mean? Like it's. It just kind of is like. I, I don't know. I think it makes it kind of weird. Well, let me put it this know? way. Let me. And if people are hearing this, maybe this will give you a different perspective on it. Right now, all you're doing, you're not making this stuff illegal. What you're doing is making it illegal for the poor. The rich have access to all this stuff. One of the things, like, by keeping steroids illegal in baseball, I always thought was weird, is these guys can afford to spend a summer in Germany or Thailand, spin their blood with GH, live there for a whole year, come back a whole year younger, faster, stronger. We're in the minor leagues making 1200 a month. We can't afford a $600 a month cycle. Like even if we yeah, wanted yeah. to, then we couldn't do it. So right. all it does is it keeps the, it's another one of those things that keeps the rich richer. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, you, you, uh, uh, sorry for the incompetence yeah. of our, uh, our, our producers. So let's, uh, Armory, do we have any, anybody in the chat we want to say what's up to? And we got any comments that we want to let's respond to and then uh, get uh, back to kind of what we were saying? I got shit Yes, to there say. is one question from Douglas Matthews. It says, does Gerard actually believe he can get the glasses? Gerard will get the glasses. Gerard will when get I'm the glasses. When I'm asleep? Gerard will get the glasses. Well, when I'm asleep? Gerard will get the glasses. It seems that our fans are... Um, Doubting that. Yeah. They want to see you try. It's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> all I'm thinking about for the whole rest we of the We can day. cut to the wide shot and just, you know. You know how do you know how much damage the studio would take, Christian? Yeah, I mean I if don't. Chris if Christian's signing off on it. I mean I I'm not signing off on anything, guys. You're not signing no, off on anything? I don't have uh, clearance for that, you know? Uh-huh. Ah. Bummer. Mm-hmm. So first you, you get rid of our audio and now you ruin our fun. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the the lat, the thing I was saying about uh, Jennifer Aniston and, and uh, Jennifer Lopez. Right, right, right. Now I don't know this for a fact. Obviously, this is allegedly, but what they did differently is instead of like everybody else who carves themselves up and did like the plastic surgery and stuff, they've been doing hormonal injections. They've been doing apparently, allegedly. Growth hormone. Apparently, test. apparently, there's a, apparently, there's a slime. Allegedly, there's a, and apparently, I've never been on the news before. You got, you know, you know that video. The kid. Yeah. Yeah. You know that video. 
Pull that shit up late and have it ready. That shit, that kid, cute as fuck. Yeah, that's the apparently kid. I think he's like 30 now. <laughs> um, yeah, so they've been doing like insulin, growth hormone, and like apparently. that type of shit. They've been doing like doing those injections. And that's why they're like 50. They look incredible. So they're not like nipping and tucking themselves anymore. That stuff, I got to be honest, man. Uh, that kind of anti-aging to me that's science that's technology that's growth yeah, i got no problem that's, that's with that that's modern like, yeah use use what we got it's modern technology yeah, yeah. the whole if steroid thing makes you feel good you could afford it fuck yeah are, are steroids in the jiu-jitsu community are they like frowned upon or do people like in brazil is it like the dominican republic nobody yeah, gives it's a so shit funny fucking uh craig jones was talking about he was like he's like it's like the perfect combination of like a student that I'm looking for is like a little bit of autism and steroids. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. That was incredible. Yo, Craig Jones is so funny. Hey, what, what, what's, what's the what's the perfect? Uh, somebody asked. So what's the perfect uh, jujitsu fighter? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Autism and, and steroids. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Um, but I mean, like uh, in, in the UFC, that's obviously frowned on. You know, guys like Belfort. On, so you get you get popped. Yeah. Yeah, Belfort. Um, I mean, there's got to be people doing it. It's sure. And it's got like you know, like we said, it's got to be people in not in America. Almost yeah. any American fighter gets caught. Yeah. That does it. You know what it's I mean? It's similar to the baseball players, but there's also the stigma of doing it. But you know who doesn't seem to give a shit? Football players don't seem to care. Football players are like, all right, I'll take yeah, my four games. It. I'll see you. Yeah. yeah. I'll see you. Uh, you know, I didn't want to play all 17 anyway. I'll catch you. If you have the right mix, I call it the Goldilocks sign. If you have the right mix of autism and steroids, you are guaranteed, 100% guaranteed to become a world champion. <laughs> Wow. Shout out to uh, Poharis. Um, not to name names. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it's amazing to me that, like, NBA players have escaped this whole debate for 30 years. Like, if you look at an NBA player, they always bring up, like, what a baseball player looked like in 1990 compared to, like, 2000. If you look at what an NBA player looked like in 1990 compared to what an NBA player looked like yeah. today, it's insane. Like, LeBron James is 280 pounds, and all he does is run and jump every day for a living. How's he maintaining all that mass? You know what? You know, you know when we were just uh, – we're, we were going to perform when the audio went out? Yeah. Uh, and I'm feeling uh, – I'm still feeling like I, I want to give more to the people. So I'm gonna tell them the some dope shit to do to make their fucking life better. Some shit that I know for a fact makes me feel good and is gonna make them feel good. You ready for this, G? You've probably heard this before, but you can make your life better by doing this shit too. First, talked about fasting, right? I'm out. Get up, go, and we talked about lists, right? What does list stand for, G? Low intensity, steady state. Bang, bang, beautiful. That's my man. Yep. You're paying attention. I'm mm -hmm. proud of you. Mm -hmm. So you go out. First thing, and you while before you eat, you you walk. Go out in the sun. It's summer. It's summertime. Go walk. Summer, summer, summertime. Walk for about forty minutes to an hour. Move I'm, out there. Yo, I do this Saturday. I'm gonna and shake Sunday. the ice the whole time I, he's talking I, like you do. I do this me. Saturday and Sunday, and I, I fucking love it. I, I I'll be bopping back and forth. I'll be kind of moving backwards. I'll be like side shuffling. I'm moving. I got the sun beat on me. I'm sweating. I feel great. I feel so so good. And I do that. It's so good for your heart. It's like better than like it's better than cardio. Like or it's better than sprinting for your cardio or uh, like running long distance. That's a new one. And especially that, for, I've heard that Lee recently. A doctor told me that. And, and, and bro, that's that's a new one. It's it's good and it makes you lean. Like makes you like like get gets rid of like fat. Like it, it's 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 really good for you. Um, and then I'm also gonna say, look, eating wise, you should 
try and get like 30 to 50 grams of protein in each meal, right? Especially if you're like a man. Maybe 30 one, to 50 grams of, each of meal. protein each meal. Are you doing five meals a day? Um, they say you're supposed to do your body weight in grams a day. So really? if I'm, uh, I'm That's a lot of protein. Yeah. So yeah, for you, you you'd need to do. What do you what do you what are we about six hundred grams of protein? <laughs> well, what do you what are you weighing in right now? About about two eighty? Yeah, somewhere around there. All right, yeah. So you need you need to do about, you know, like five meals of uh of a little more than fifty. Bro, I, I could get those glasses. You people are crazy. I could get those glasses. <laughs> you think you? could. I could get those glasses. One hundred. Look at this table here. There's All no right, the fucking ta- the way. The table's tough. The table the table's tough. Yeah, there's uh, no Mickey, way. Mickey, we have a question from the chat about that. About who do you what? think can gang? Who who would you say can get the glasses? I don't think there's a, been a man born from his mother who can get these fucking glasses. <laughs> you gotta order. You gotta order yours at Nevin. You gotta order yours on Nevin. Um. Uh. So I was saying about food, food wise, right? Mm-hmm. Eat. You can eat carbs. People think carbs are are, are bad. White rice. Michael Chandler says carbs Great. are the enemy. He says that carbs are the enemy. <laughs> Listen, I, th- I think, and everything uh, should be taken with a little grain of salt because everyone has different uh, See, issues. my doctor told me to stay away from salt. Salt is a performance enhancer. Salt's good for you. Unless you have a heart condition or, you know, uh, you know, or, uh, well, what's your fucking problem? What's, uh, what's, I don't want to go into your medical uh, here. Well, it's, it's hypertension, but you yeah, said take that's, a, that's I, no, Anyway, go ahead. That's no good. Um, what? Don't go ahead. Don't listen to them. Well, I said take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, and then I took it literally, and then you took what I said literally, literally. And I, was... I know, I know, I know. That's all this is good for you. Um, I, I do. That's, that's some, so before I fast in the morning, when I fast in the morning, I, I have a shaker bottle. I put like three grams of salt in it. I have like a scooper that it's a five grams, so I do like you know a little less than full. Mm. Pop it in there and, and uh, like some glutamine. And I drink that like on my way to the gym. That's, it's good for performance. They say you want to do that 30 minutes to an hour before you work out, three grams of salt. Mm-hmm. If you don't have like heart problems or hypertension, whatever the fuck. Um, so eating, you want to do, you do want, you can do a carb, especially if you're a performance athlete, you work out a lot. And this is all stuff for people who work out. Mm-hmm. If you're not working out and shit, like I, I don't know to tell you, you'll feel better, work out. Um, so you do try and get 30 to 50 grams of protein and from good protein, that's like eggs, you know, uh, Good lean meats like grass-fed beef. You know, chicken's okay. I don't really fuck with pork, but if you like pork, do some pork. Uh, venison, bison, that's the type of shit you want. You want to eat, be eating like liver, some badass shit. Eat, eat some organs, that's good for you. It's got the most nutrients. Then you want to do, you can do like a fruit in there. Fruit's good for you. It, it helps hydrate you very naturally better. Sometimes they say than drinking water. You can get it from your food. Um, and you know, throw some vegetables in there. I, I mostly do. A, I don't do that many vegetables. I do when I'm in camp. I do a lot of vegetables just to fill my stomach up with something, so I like feel a little full because they have like no calories, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and yeah, stay away from bullshit. But if you eat like that, you know, white rice, uh, potatoes, sweet potatoes, oatmeal, shit like that, whatever you, uh, uh, agrees with your body. Mm-hmm. Gonna be feeling great. Have you ever done that? Uh, what do they call it? The CEO? They call what do they call it? The of the pre- RNC? 
CEO of the RNC. The, that's the, what you call me. That's right. The uh, they call it the CEO physical or the president physical, the presidential physical. Look at that. Uh, it's like five grand. It's very expensive, but you go and they do basically do like blood work. Blood work. Um, yeah, you should head to toe. Especially like they if you're a real you. athlete, and yeah. you should definitely do blood work. Most people should just for your health. Our boy Phil Heath. Phil Heath is big on getting your blood work done multiple times a year because apparently yeah. your body changes, your metabolism changes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And like, you know, I mean, this is a guy seven time Mr. Olympia. I mean, he literally perfected his body for almost a decade. And, you know, um, he was like, there were certain proteins that his body metabolized better than others. Yeah. He knew to eat this type of so fish, not that people, type of fish. People trying to ball on a budget. Like you can kind of just go on, see how you feel. Yeah. You know, I did one of those food sensitivity tests before, and it said like, like not to eat like turkey and like green peppers and like different like foods that that to like like took it out. Mm -hmm. And I could kind of, I like it kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like green I don't, peppers, but red peppers were fine. Red peppers are fine. Yeah, it's it a, whole, a whole list. I, I can't remember mm -hmm. everything on it, but. Uh, but yeah, and that changes too. So you could take you, if you eat a lot. Let's say you eat a lot of eggs. Like I was, I thought I was not. I was. They were gonna say eggs. I was sensitive to just because they say sometimes something you eat a lot of. Yeah. You're, you can develop, and then that shit could change. I don't know how much I put into the food sensitivity test. I think you you can kind of go on on feel a little bit. If you well, feel like shit after you eat something, probably shouldn't eat it. Well, this circles back to what we were talking about before. I saw that you know obviously everybody <clears throat> in the world saw that RFK Joe Rogan thing, and he's talking about their uh, their are no food sensitivities what we have is poison sensitivities from the pesticides food, yeah. that they're putting that they're spraying on the foods and stuff like that so that's um, and you know that's one of my gripes i hate that well this circles back to the whole poison. this circles back to the whole idea of fasting you know if you're fasting you're not taking in those pesticides because you're not eating those foods yeah and it gives your body time to process and get rid of that shit that yeah, poison I, that that you're almost inevitably gonna get because of the fucked up uh, system that we at, we at the end of the day in. we don't have the data but I mean there's like you have to be open to all this information you can't just it, this idea of you can just dismiss things out of pocket it's got to be gone there's there's you can't have any trust whatsoever in authority anymore they've been right. lying to and us and you can't just take so one long. guy like you can't even me just saying this right now like you can't take what i'm saying just as bible too you should go and see, hear other people talking about this shit Use it i'm as telling you i've a I've, I've, I've kind of done a little bit of that sure. sifting for the people that's why i'm talking but, about but it. use it as a jump off point for your own research and your own journey for yeah. sure be like hey mickey said this let me verify it yeah you know like absolutely that's that's kind yeah. of that's that has to be kind of the information process as we go forward with this kind of internet age it but, has to be oh it can't be oh i heard this this is it it has to be i heard this oh that that's interesting let me verify it take the three extra minutes yeah and for for just to finish off my thing i, I realized i didn't give an amount on like carbs cup of rice uh, 30 to 50 grams of protein, uh, piece of fruit, mm -hmm. vegetable, maybe. And this get is three a, get a couple in a day. Looking to maintain or cut or bulk. There's different, right? Feel, yeah, to feel great mostly. The protein isn't going to really uh, make you gain weight. You mm -hmm. could eat a lot of protein and be maintain the same thing. Sure. Um, I don't know. I've been kind of into like eating, like I'll eat, like after this, I'll eat some, like the shakes, they're great and stuff, but you need actual food. Yeah. You know, I'm going to eat some real food after this, then I'm going to chill for a while, then I'm going to have dinner and then that's going to be, I'm going to eat, really, I'm going to eat twice today. This is a, I'll call this a feeding yeah. where I'm, I'm getting my shakes in. I'm, I'm drinking like, like 70 grams of protein here and like 
like uh, 90 carbs, something like that. You know? Yeah, the sedentary lifestyle for people. But I also working, just that, lifted. I was just, I just crushed it, lifted totally. to the point where I was. Yeah, my body's about to explode. Yeah, that's like like when people saw the Michael Phelps eating 9,000 calories thing, and it's like, oh, you see, I can eat pancakes too, and it's like, okay, did you do yeah, you 150? Did you do 150 laps in the Olympic pool? Yeah, I don't know. It's input output, right? Yeah. I mean, but the sedentary lifestyle is a killer. It's a killer. Uh, there was a study. Put some music on. Push-ups, believe it or not. There was a study for adult males. Um, this was done over a long period of time in two different firehouses. It was like a 20-year study that a college that If you can look it up, Kristen. And the number one marker for whether or not you were at risk for heart attack is whether or not you can do 40 push-ups in a row. 40. 40 push-ups in a row. So if you can do 40 push-ups in a row, it, you were, it, was, a, it was a more accurate codependent marker for so there's another thing than than actual like cardio. There's another little self development thing. Hop down on the ground right now. Bust out as many pushups as you can. See yeah. what you're at. Yeah. Try it again tomorrow. Try it again in two days. Yeah. Keep trying to keep pushing to get hit that 40 mark and then keep going. If you're working, if you're listening to this and you're working in, in an office setting, I'm a big proponent of setting. When I was in an office setting, setting a an hour, a, an hour clock. And at that hour, drink a, a cup of water and do 10 push-ups. That's it. It takes 30 seconds. But it's, you know, at the end of the day, you'll do 80 push-ups. You'll drink eight cups of water. So, and it keeps you throughout the day. Also, it helps you break down your your productivity so that you're not just dicking around. You'll realize, like, oh, man, I threw away 45 minutes fucking around on social media. You know, pull, pull that study yeah, back kinda up. Like, it kind of, like, pull, like, like makes you hop into the present it, a little it, bit. It breaks your day into eight very achievable hours. It's, yeah, you know, it makes sense. I fuck but with also, that. that's the I way like my that. brain works. I, I work in five by five. I work in in segments. But the maybe it works for you. Maybe it doesn't. It did work for me. Uh, active middle aged uh, men able to complete more than forty push ups had a significantly lower risk of cardiovascular disease outcomes, including diagnosis of car of coronary artery disease and major events such as heart failure. During 10 years of follow-up compared to those who were able to do less than 10 push-ups during the baseline exam. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if you, if you're, if you are doing less than 10 push-ups, that's not good. That's bad news. Yeah. yeah. Why would you, why would you want to let we, these bodies we have just be, you want to see what they could do, see your, your capabilities in your life. You know people what I mean? People don't know what's happening, bro. People don't know what's happening. Life gets in the way. You know, it's like anything else. You have to, you have to keep it in mind. Like it's, um, it's not exciting. It's duty. It's like cleaning the dishes. Nobody likes doing I'll it. It say, just has say to this. get the done. First, when you start working out, it kind of, it sucks. Like when, when I'm saying every day when I start working out and shit, the first 10, 15 minutes suck. Sure. And then the next fucking uh, hour and a half, two hours, it's awesome. I feel great. Even when it fucking sucks, I feel you feel good, man. You feel better. My brother, I totally get it. But like you got to saying, I'm saying we got to push through that. We got to push. We everybody has to push through that little first window where it totally sucks. Gotta. You got to get through the suck. But you're also like I can tell you from having been on the other side of this thing, listening to you say the next hour and a half, two hours. doesn't have to be that long. I'm just saying per, my personal. For a lot of guys that are like are working a 10 hour day, sitting in two hours of traffic, 12 hours are like, what the fuck? You don't need to work out. You work out for 45 minutes. I hear you. I hear you. I'm just giving you their perspective. Like, it, whatever it is. And if it's I, 10 push-ups, it's better than nothing. Yeah. If it's five-minute walk, it's better than nothing. Just well, get I'm it done. I'm saying everything with a grain of salt, man. Like, whatever that is for you. I, I'm, you know, I'm speaking on my, my personal one, but... Yeah. Yeah. The, I get it. The key, is, the key is, is activity. Look, it's... it's um, 
awareness is more than anything else, right? Like awareness, like are like, you know, are are what are you doing right now? How can you improve it? Like like can you even identify that what you're doing is wrong in the moment? Before you can like, there's a lot of people that know what to do. They know what's right. They've read what's right, but they you know, they also look at the menu and see a burger's twelve dollars and a salad's fifteen. Why the fuck am I getting a salad? Like you know. I don't know. You got that Rogan clip? I just saw this. Um, I pull pull up that uh, that the one I had from before about the 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 cancer fasting one. What Rogan clip are you talking about? Rogan and Colin. Uh, because of the size, the doctors told me you have to go very fast. I mean, you have fifty percent chance of survival with your history plus the size of the tumor. It's, it it doesn't look good. They offered me was 24 sessions of chemotherapy, six months of radiation, plus an operation at the end. When I heard that, and when I start looking at what are, my, what, what are the odds for me if I go that way, immediately I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna do something different. I did a 21-day fast. After that 21-day fast, the tumor was reduced of 50%. After that, I implemented many of the things that I knew from my martial art training, breathing, meditation, ice cold bath in the winter, as well as the summer. Uh, uh, mini trampoline to, to, to really reboot my lymphatic system. Uh, everything that I could think of, I tried to attack that cancer from as Pause many angles quick. as possible. Hey, shout out to Christos. He was talking about this shit on his first episode mm-hmm. that he was on with us. What was it? Mini mini tramp? Mini trampoline? Well, like I just hopping it, on the trampoline? Just, yeah, just, just, like just kind of moving kind of a little, little bit? Your body moving okay. And, yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. I also did a, a mini psychotherapy with a friend of mine who's a, who's a psychotherapist doctor in France. I finally met uh, uh, Guy and, and, and your, your research and I implemented uh, melatonin, uh, green tea, vitamin D3, zinc uh, and a few other supplements to, uh, to really help me finish the, the healing completely. And bottom line, I was diagnosed in September. Four months later, exactly on January 9, I was completely healed and, and, and cancer-free. It was a 10-centimeter tumor, so... Is this guy selling anything? I mean, we'd let, let's... But if we can be you can't sell, completely not, transparent... You can't sell fasting. You can maybe sell he's a book, got, maybe he's a, got program. a program or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, but just to be transparent. I I, yeah, I, I don't know. Do, do the research. So have you, have you had anybody in your family deal with cancer? Yeah, like I said, I had, all four of my grandparents got cancer. Mm-hmm. My, my, I had a young cousin die, and I and I uh, have an uncle right now. And I will, I will say this: I don't really trust the the medicine industrial complex because the cost of chemotherapy, and the cost of radiation, and the cost of the operations are so expensive that there's just there there's an incentive for them to do it. I'd say this, if I, you know, knock on wood, but honestly, if I live long enough, I'm going to probably get cancer someday. You know what I mean? I, I'm my, right now. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm not eating for fucking uh, three weeks. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I think, um, well, the whole idea, and it's also a quality of life thing. I saw what happened to my cousin. Um, Chemo's rough, dude. Bro. They 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 brought him down to nothing, and then the radiation. Yeah, and man. I've seen, the pain. I've seen a lot of people waste away. And then like he and then he sad. had surgery, and he they had they took out like he, he didn't survive. He died before his twenty first birthday, and it, you know. But the um, is what the life, the quality of life he would have had had he survived would have been severely compromised. Um, 
and I'm not look. I don't know fasting would have worked or didn't work. I can tell you the chemo and the radiation and the surgery did not work. Yeah. It cost a shitload of money. Um, end of life care. I believe ninety two percent of every do- ninety two cents out of every dollar spent on healthcare in America is spent on end of life care. If I have that correct, somewhere in that area, um, they really just ring the register on people. At the, at the end, if you get sick and you kind of get into that kind of hospital complex there where they're saving your life, man, they're ringing the register big time, yeah, big time. And, and you know, I, I don't I, I don't think that there's any reason not to try alternative medicine. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't think I think there's a stigma about it. But then you wonder how much of that stigma is propaganda from, you know, pharmaceutical companies and, and these medical conglomerates that stand to make hundreds of thousands of dollars per treatment you know yeah i don't know i i would i would love if you're if you're listening out there and you are uh in medicine we would love to have you on to talk about this if you're if you're a doctor if you're somebody who's in alternative health uh if you're a researcher this would be something that that i think we would absolutely love to have you on and and help educate ourselves further on this from an unbiased perspective yeah 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 yeah, I mean, that's, we just, how can you know? How can you know? And and I, I think the big important thing is you can't dismiss people like that. We're like, I, I got no problem admitting five years ago, I would have listened to a guy like Christos and say, okay, Christos, read a book. Like, or like just dismissed him outright, you know, or condescendingly dismissed him. Right. Now it's like, you know what, man? I don't know. Maybe. I have no idea. Got a, you got that apparently kid video? Let's get a little, uh, little, little levity here. <laughs> And a little, little cuteness for the people watching. Pull this little redhead up. Ride. It was great. And apparently, I've never been on live television before, but apparently sometimes I don't watch the, sh- I don't watch the news. Yep. I don't watch the news. Every time, apparently, Grandpa just gives me a remote after we watch the Powerball. <laughs> <laughs> and this kid grew up to be Dave Landau. So <laughs> if you want to uh, pull up Normal World with Dave Landau there, I can show you how this kid grew up. And he's still saying, apparently, hey, you were just on with uh, Landau. That's, Dude, he's that's so good. funny. That's he's yeah. so funny. Landau. How was, how was your, your little trip to... Uh, to to Sick. Uh, Sick. It, it was Dallas and Dal- Austin? Dallas and Austin, yeah. yeah did uh, did two shows on The Blaze. And you did the Drinking Bros. And I did Drinking Bros. I did the Normal World on The Blaze. We did a, a sketch that's going to be coming out soon that I'm really excited for. Uh, and uh, Normal World, if you if you guys are done watching Slick and Thick, if you like this, you'll love Normal World. Check it out with uh, Dave Landau and quarterback, quarterback Garrett from the... Uh, from the old uh, Louder with Crowder show, they're back. They got their own gig on the Blaze, and they're crushing it. And then Drinking Bros. What's the Blaze? The Blaze is um, it's like a center right wing. Uh, it's like Daily Wire. It's like a, it's a television channel that has oh, like you know, right. yeah. And uh, and and Drinking Bros. Drinking Bros. is awesome. How was that? Drinking Bros. is incredible. Guys? I know you've been you've been a fan. I've been a fan of those guys for a long time. Look, they talk they they talk sports, chicks, cigars, and libertarian politics. They're my guys. Yeah. These, it's like these are my people, man. Yeah, you know, they, they got an eight uh, percent seltzer called Hard AF Seltzer. It's a couple of uh, of of veterans 
fans, uh, big fans of yours, man. Big MMA fans. They were big fans of That's yours. Yeah, when we're that next time we're down there in uh, in Austin, man. I played the Sunset Strip, the Mothership. It was dope, bro. Yeah, we gotta head down there soon. That's I think Rogan's I think we're club. going. Yeah, I think we're going to Austin. Me and you, hopefully in the fall. It's gonna be dope. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, yeah, and if you don't, if you like Landau from Normal World, I'm gonna be with him uh, in Jacksonville at the Comedy Zone, uh, the 14th and 15th. Oh, shit. You guys should come check it out. The Jacksonville 14th and 15th. Um, but I did want I want I wanted you. I know you haven't heard this, so I want you to hear this live, and then I want to get your opinion on this. Oh, and I'm going to Columbia, my man. I'm going to Columbia this week. You're doing Empire. Yeah, Empire MMA. I'm gonna be commentating uh, the MMA fights. That's gonna be July 8th. Sick. Uh, it's free on on uh, on YouTube. So you hear my little full commentating debut. Uh, that's yeah, Empire MMA. You're getting into commentating a lot lately. You just well, did commentating. I, I, I did, yeah. I just did. I was we were there cornering guys at the Maverick show, and uh, it brought me in for three fights. I can't, just got to. I can't wait for DC to, to shit on the way you commentate. Bring it. Bring it. I, I do a better job. I do a better job than him. DC. Be than him. It's yeah. not so easy, is it, Mick? Nah, it's, it, it, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's that up. Now, yeah. when you're, when and I'm you're, doing a seminar out there, and I'm gonna be in Medellin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm doing that like the. Uh, MM, Columbia MMA. Oh, that's so, so and there's sick, a lot dude. of Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, you know English speakers out there. Yeah, to, a lot uh, of expats out yeah, there. Yeah, so come check me out. That's what's up, man. That's really really cool. When you're commentating, kind of, what are you? Are you trying to do a play by play? Are you trying to let right, it play so out? Like, what's really the strategy? So that's really interesting. So uh, there's. I, I was just talking to Jason Stroud about this, who we're, we got to get on the podcast. He's a fucking national love treasure. Love coach. Love coach Stroud. Stroud is a national treasure. Uh, but he was he had done a lot of commentary uh, in Thailand. And he was saying, so there's the play-by-play guy yep. and, the, and the color guy. Color guy, yeah. Color guy is like the ex-athlete or the athlete. You know what I mean? That'd be like myself. That's Madden. And Summerall's the play-by-play. Like play. play. so, yep. so, so play-by-play guy. And I was like... I didn't know there was really a difference, but a play-by-play guy will, will kind of be like, all right, there's a jab, there's a jab, there's a right hand. And then I'm supposed to give like more insight. Because, all right, he's, he's working that jab, looking to set up a, a this or that, kind of make reads and give more of that inside baseball, sure. kind of the inside scoop, you know, more uh, rather than just like saying like, oh, right hand, oh, this, that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the it's, it's kind of evolved and it's changing a little bit where – the person that can keep it a little realer, kind of like Madden did back in the day of football, like Tony Romo when he first got in the booth would tell people what's going to happen before it happened. And people would be like, no I remember, way. Yeah, I was sick. They'd be like, well, here, they're loaded up on the right side. They think they got him on a blitz, but he's got the hot call ready. Boom, and it would happen. You'd be like, whoa. And it's yeah. like, well, the dude's that locked in. So like, it just, like if it, you know, it, I think McAfee does a great job with stuff like that. You, like it's like you just Pat want McAfee. Oh yeah, it does a great job when he would do college football and stuff. And, okay. Um, you know, it, it, the guys that are the best in the world at it. Some guys they got like so corporate. Like, you know, Buck and Aikman make a ton of money, man. But damn, I don't find them interesting at all. Yeah, you know? I, I, I'd rather I, watch the Manning you know cast. Me, brother. Where bullshit. My shit's not going to be fucking corporate. We're going <laughs> to keep it loose. We're going to have fun. We're going to talk some shit. We're gonna, yeah, you know, have have a good time. I would imagine it. the um, the hardest part isn't just similar to like a podcast. It's kind of like getting on the other person's beats. Right. You know, like kind of feeling the vibe, feeling like getting on that kind of like double dutch. When do I hop in? Like, yeah, yeah, like playing fucking jazz, man. Making music. Yeah, you gotta just find your. Yeah. But a good a good play by play guy will, will let let you you know let him cook, daddy. Of course. You know this let let yeah. him let him rock. You know. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of good play-by-play guys, would you consider Rogan a color guy? Then Anik would be the play-by-play. Anik, yeah, and he used to be Goldberg. Goldberg, and, yeah. And Rogan, because he, you know, he had experience. He he was a Taekwondo black belt. And he's, yeah. You know, uh, he knows jujitsu. He knows like more of the inside stuff of it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Anik does an excellent job. The now, UFC Mike Goldberg is also three people, so they have like a color guy, a play-by-play guy, and then. Another guy who's usually a former athlete, like Beesbing or Dom Cruz, and that's like the third guy who's the making the read. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what they do most of the time now. I think they've even they might even have had four at times. But it, it, in the old the 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 good old days was Mike Goldberg and Joe Rogan, and that was a fucking iconic. That was duo. great. That was the that to that, me that was the the Madden and Summerall. That of, was the Madden and yeah. Summerall, and and not and like. There's guys who are great. Like I, I think Dom Cruz is great. I think Paul Felder is great. Um, I, I, I love. Bisping. I liked I Kenny Florian. I liked, Ken, but he like disappeared. Yeah, Ken Flo went elsewhere. Yeah. Um, but there's yeah there's and and I think Anik uh, filled those big shoes of Goldberg spectacularly. This is. I think Anik is awesome. This is the job I think Conor McGregor was put on the earth to do. I, I think like Conor McGregor as a color commentator is like, that's just gold. Yeah, I mean, if you're the UFC, how do you, you know, how how do you get that that guy in the headlines every every month, right, once right. once have a him, month, and he's there. yeah, I mean, and like yeah, as far as branding is concerned, who knows, man? But I, I the color commentator, so much of these fights are so similar, and you really don't know the fighters, and you don't know what's going on. Like they really, they really have to cut co- they they have to cover the entertainment aspect of it it has to be entertaining and sometimes these fights aren't entertaining what do you do to make it entertaining for the fan in that in that regard like you know like this is where madden would be great during a boring game and start talking, talking about, about a story yeah you start talking about a story from the 70s <laughs> or something like that or you know somebody else would just or, or like the mets have a great broadcast team with keith hernandez and you can tell keith hernandez just lights up a cigarette he's about two beers deep into a seven nothing game in the seven he goes yeah so in, in the 80s uh we used to hang out outside of the bars and there'd be women out there with uh unshaved muffs you know <laughs> it's like what now oh i'm sorry mitts mitts and it's like keith all right Buddy, I think uh, I, th- I think we're we're gonna we're yeah. gonna go ahead and baseball. That's that's uh that's because baseball is a conversation. It's a conversational that, game. The sport. It's a very it's a long. You know, there's a lot of time between. Totally. You, know, you know, they've cut down on that with the pitch clock. Yep. But yeah, that's that's got to be one where you're you gotta you, well, bet, you gotta pack a lunch. Well, not only that, but the best in the world at baseball were they'd be like having a conversation with an audience. Right. Like, like the audience wouldn't even be there, but like, they'd be sitting there and be like, "What?" Well, Rizzuto would be like, "What do you think? Hey, you think he's gonna throw the slider? I bet you he throws the slider." You know, and it's like, yeah. and you're, and he's talking to you. It's like, ah, yeah. you know, throws a fastball. I should have thrown a slider. We said it. We said it. You know, and it's, it's sitting there. You know, that's fun. That, but apparently, like teams don't like when they do that now. They don't like, like, you know, like, oh, you know better than the guys down there. It's like, shut up, man. Like, let let there be a little bit of love. Let there be a little bit of like juice. Here. Right, right, right. You know, let there be a little bit of excitement. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're here for. It's entertainment at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, you guys are martial artists. It's your, this is what you care about. But for me, it's entertainment. I, you know, I don't really, you know, I want to see exciting shit. You know, it's like NASCAR. Yeah. Like, you know, wow, you guys are really good at driving. Fucking crash. I want to see something crazy. Cut somebody off. 
Yeah. Like, you know, who cares? I just want to. I want to see the the big, exciting thing. I want to see dope people doing dope shit. What was uh, the Rogan clip you were talking? Pull it up. Pull up the Rogan clip. What is? It? So he's with Killer Mike, and they're talking about um, kind of like this. I. I, I well, I, I want you to hear it. Because um, yeah. it kind of reminded me of your bio. ideology. Emmy nominated actress. Mm. Man, winning that Emmy sure felt good. Uh, I just, I, I blocked her, but I'm sure someone is talking. Right after this. Just like holding it, I hope she sees the picture. Like, yeah, thank God for your hate, lady, because it made me care. I went to the, I went to the ceremonies and walked away with a trophy. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And to her, there was a study that was done recently about left wing authoritarianism and yeah. the, the way certain people behave. And that it's just it's like a bunch of different psychological conditions that are they're almost indistinguishable. Yeah. From like, you know, like horrible narcissism, hor horrible, uh, so, uh, like psychotic behavior. Like, see if yeah. you can find it, what what their conclusions were. But well, at the fringes, yeah. when people what what happens is when you have groups that are ideo ideological groups, whether it's the left or the right. Yeah. You're going to get people that just join that group that are absolutely insane. Yeah. And if you don't call it out, then you have a giant problem because people are going to associate you with whatever the worst aspects of, of your yeah. like right wing proud boys. Like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah. The experts somehow overlooked authoritarians on the left. Many psychologists wrongly assume that coercive attitudes exist only among conservatives. Of course, it's a human I, characteristic. I did a, a speech for FIRE, for the organization FIRE. And I, I miss saying, I'm sorry, the brown shirts of Italy, but I, what I meant was the brown shirts of Germany, that as the, as the left, as you accomplish more power politically, don't use it as a bludgeon in the same way you've perceived it to be used against you. Right. That you, you, have, to, you have to rule, quote unquote, in a, in, a, in, a, in a more fair and equitable way. You can't let your fair and, and equitable thoughts become totalitarian. Yeah, you, know and you also can't give in to this crazy instinct that we all humans have to be tribal. Yes. And I am a Democrat. I am a lifelong blue no matter yes, who. Yeah, 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 you yeah. can't, yeah. that's not and that, and that's, that's both. Yeah, it's both sides, but we tell yes, like, I grew up, I was sides. fortunate enough to grow up in a household where my grandmother was SCLC member had from Tuskegee, had been a part, born in 1932, had been a part of civil rights stuff. My grandfather, so my grandmother grew up on a farm could go to school. They weren't wealthy, but they had food. They had sustenance. They had education. My grandfather grew up working in a sawmill at eight years old because his father abandoned his family. And he had to feed his mothers and sisters. So his mentality was much more libertarian, I would say. His mentality was if God gave you an appetite and a mind to build a fishing rod, you should be able to catch fish. And my grandmother mm. was like, you shouldn't complain about having to buy a fishing license because the game warden has to make sure things are legit and somebody's to clean up the park. So I got a chance to see these wonderful mm. political arguments between these two people that loved each other. You mm. know, my grandmother, college-educated woman, my grandfather drove a truck and, and hauled moonshine and gambled. You know what I mean? Yeah. He married this God-fearing woman. He never, I never saw him walk in the church. But they had these great debates that showed me that there are no absolutes that there are going to be some things from each side that make sense yeah. to run a, a good household. And they kind of, they, I, I watched them just do it right. You know That's what cool. I'm That's cool right there. So I watched that, and we, you and I have had these conversations about kind of like tribalism and the idea of like politics. Now, one of the things I'm struggling with, and I got to be better at it, is, man, I, I just, I, I've lost so much respect for kind of like left-leaning people. 
I just I just don't see him the same way I used to see him. And I can't like get the politics of it out of my mind. You don't look at politics at all when you talk to people or anything like that. It's not even like something that comes to your mind, right? So like the question I have here when you look at something like that and when you look at, you know, kind of what goes on in everyday life, what is it about the politics that you're able to ignore? Or do you ignore it and just not care about it? Like, what is the 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 idea behind like not being engaged, kind of in this way? Politically, yeah. I mean, I look at each person as uh, like kind of as their own person. What are like their actions, their their kindness, their heart? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If if they're you, you can tell pretty quickly if someone's you know a piece piece of shit versus someone who's like a good person. You know what I mean, and I think I think there's there's good people on on both sides. I think, you know, there is a a little you know there is a, a tribalness in people, and you know even like a little bit of especially what we've seen the past few years of brainwashing. Yeah. You know, and I you know I. It's not my job to unbrainwash people, you know. I I could I'm I. Two, I have to just have to accept, you know, people as they are. If they start spewing stuff that I don't agree with, I, I can speak up about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I don't look for, for like an argument. I'm not looking to show someone how they're wrong or show, you know what I mean? If, if, you know, if there's a productive conversation, that yeah. then great. Otherwise, I, I, I probably wouldn't even par- partake really. Yeah, but unfortunately, that's where I'm at, and I think that's a bad thing. And the thing I disagree with, and this is something I got to check myself on, really. But I, I, even when I do my self evaluations, I'm just becoming more and more okay with it. I don't think there are like good people on both sides. I, I don't think that you can see after all these years of what happened, of the lockdowns. Well, well I'm talking. I'm, I'm not talking about the politicians. I'm talking about the the people. I agree. I I I've kind of lost my patience with them. I think that there's uh, people. I think so. I think that there's been enough evidence to this point that they should at least acknowledge what they went along with and what they supported, and they don't. And every day that they don't, I just. But is it is it kind of that you want them to take their medicine? I do. There's definitely part of that, and that and that and that's that's a problem. Yeah, that's that's not like that's not right. You can't expect that. But can can you at least just admit? Can you just admit? admitting is taking their medicine? It, that it, it, so I can't even I can't even ask for that. I can't even ask them to admit they were wrong. I mean, you got a right to feel you have a right to feel that way for sure. I just don't I just do don't, it. I don't. You know what I mean? I don't. I wouldn't expect it. Make it to the point, man. I don't want to do business with them. I don't want to give them my money. I don't want to have them. Like I I I don't want. I like I want. I don't want anything to do with them. Like and I and I sit here and I say that's not good. That's not a good way to feel. That's that that makes me just as bad as them, yeah. right? In certain regards. Correct. No, it, it, yeah, it does. You know, and I look at a guy like Killer Mike, who uh, you know he's been he's been a Bernie Sanders supporter. He's been a left wing guy, but I've always had a lot of respect. I don't care what your politics are, frankly. I know people aren't going to believe this. I care how you come to them. If you've educated yourself, if you've if you've thought about things and, and you have opened yourself to multiple worldviews and this is where you've land, I can respect it. I can disagree with you, but I can respect it. The tribal aspect of it, this is who my family votes for. Anybody who doesn't agree with me is a racist, homophobe, I'm That's out. That's ridiculous. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out I'm immediately. Out too. I'm, I'm out. out on that too. Yeah, I'm out on that too. 100. So that's crazy. That's crazy. That yeah, that that's a that's a broken person. Th- there's a part of me that feels though, that the like, 
that these like like these people are a threat to my well-being. Like there's a part of me that feels like well, with shit, these they people made a bunch of people get a vaccine and 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 then uh, and shamed people who didn't want to get it and made them act like they were being selfish and they, you know they, yeah there's a whole bunch of bullshit there it it literally was a a, a, a risk a, a threat, threat to your health to your whole, having these people in my life is a Brother, risk you ain't lying man there's yeah there's been countless people who've had so many negative things not from, even allowed to say this it. thing and we're not even Fuck allowed to that. say it. Who's not allowed to say? It? No, I'm saying we are. This will get. I mean, it'll get you know censored or whatever. We'll get. We'll get fucking taken off of the Google tube. But it's. To, but think about that. We can't even say what's true, or at least at the very most, we have to acknowledge the consequences of what happened for speaking truth. And nobody on that side says that's wrong. I got a problem with that. True. Yeah, I got. I got a problem because there's there's truth and there's lies. And mm-hmm. if you're if you're com- if. If, if you're coming from a place of truth, truth needs to be heard. Truth needs to be told. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons why we do this. 100%. You know what I mean? And so f- f- truth, truth, truth is coming back in style in a big way. For sure. And truth, you know what I mean? Truth, truth, if we're going to have a future, it's got to be through truth. Truth, ha- truth. truth is the only way. I agree. You know? I think truth will prevail. I just don't know how long it'll take. Yeah. And what happens in, in, in the interim. Yeah. But I look at something like that with a guy like Rogan who they say they, they treat like a right-wing Nazi now, who's always been a left-wing guy, and a guy like Killer Mike, who was a Bernie Sanders supporter, who just talked about the virtues of libertarianism. I say, all right, well, maybe, maybe there is some sort of hope. You know, maybe there is some, some sort of like... And, and then, you know, how do you amplify those voices? How do you amplify... Like Russell Brand just did a great thing with Matt Taibbi and um, Schellenberger about the... Uh, the, uh, yeah, I was a fan of Russell Brand as like an actor. Like I loved him yeah. in uh, Get Him to the Green and, 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 and uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, inside of you. He's doing, and now he's turned into like the world's preeminent journalist. It's and now he's like, yeah, it's uh, it's like he's. I'm I'm an even bigger fan of him now. Crazy. Yeah. And what they found these these fifty NGOs. We talked about NGOs in like our third episode. This bro. is the Taibbi Russell yeah. Brand thing. There was fifty NGOs that all got together with the government with Stanford and the Ivy Leagues and coordinated this censorship attack. It's nuts. 50 of them. That's like that's like 50 shadow governments. Right. Came together to form an alliance to shut me and you up online. It, like we're up against shit like people have no idea that like the scope the, of the right. powers that that we're up against. Yeah. It's it's like you it's Hydra. It really is. It's Hydra. It's a Bond villain. It's the Illuminati. These NGOs are crazy. And I, I have to be better. And one of the things, you know, I look at a guy like you and, and, and you look at people individually and I and I, I respect that so much. I'm not able to do it anymore. I'm not able to do it from I can't see people, especially if I follow them online, it's even worse. I cannot separate kind of the art from the artist. I'm like, you support this. I can't I can't see you as a reasonable person. I just can't. I can't see you as somebody like I want around. It's 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 affecting me. It's a, it's affecting it's actually not affecting me negatively. I, more, the more I, I shit this I'm going to admit this and this is a horrible thing to admit. The more I remove those people from my life, the happier I get. All right, so then the more I isolate myself, but that's not good. You shouldn't isolate yourself ideologically. You shouldn't you should you're right. Not not ideologically, but you you can separate in your interactions and stuff for your peace. That you you need to do that. Have to do. It. You have to. There has to be a degree of. You can't just let everything in. There has to be a degree of elimination, and you know. 
crazy for your own for your own sanity Have your to. own energy all that shit yeah to that I can't point deal with, like net yeah like i can't deal with like negative like oh woe is me people like mm-hmm. get away from me i don't yeah. i don't I, I i don't i'm like hey love you wish you the best I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. One. I don't think it's. It's going to be good. It's for an you. energy suck. It's not going to be. It, it's probably not going to turn out good for you. And I being around you is not going to be good for me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't want. It's that that popular saying. If you're around uh, four millionaires, you'll be the fifth. If you're around four pieces of shit, you'll be the fifth. No doubt you know? about it. It's so. You got You have to cultivate your environment, and your people, because we're all. We have. We're all energy and vibes and stuff, and that's just contagious. You know. Mm, so cultivate your energy and your people now. Your environment, yeah. Does that mean give pe- bring people in, give them a chance, or have yeah. them prove themselves first before they're let uh, in? It depends how big of a chance you want to give them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But may, I'd say, yeah, have them prove themselves to a degree. And also, you got to keep that grass low because a lot of snakes that'll, yeah. you know, be a, what was that, wolf's disguise in sheep's clothing? Yep. You know what I mean? That, that shit's out there too. Not, a, you know, some people, you know. It's like David says, if they're, you know, the bad, some if people are around bad people, they become bad people. If, if you're around good people, you can become a good person. Yeah. Either way, that. And some people, yeah, some people aren't to, aren't totally good, you know? And, uh, they, and they might have, uh, you know, ill intentions or ulterior motives that you, you got to keep that grass low. And, you know, that's why we need truth. You need to be looking to through, the, through the eyes of truth because if you're, if you're not going to be discerning and stuff, you're going to get fucked. Absolutely. I think that's an excellent way to put it. That's a, that's a great way to end right there. Uh, Omri, do we have anything in the comments we want to uh, talk about before we go? Cool. All right. <laughs> For the great Mickey Gar, I'm Gerard Michaels here out of the podcast junkie studio in lovely Boca Raton, Florida. This has been Slick and Thick on Gas Digital. We will see you guys Saturday at 2. If you're new to Gas Digital, check us out. It's gasdigital.com. Use code SNT for a free week. Gasdigital.com. Use code SNT. Gerard Michaels, Mickey Gar. We'll see you on Saturday. Peace. Peace.